Hello and welcome to Every Day with an Angel. I'm Natasha Venter, the <laughs> podcaster for this um, this uh, new month of this website or this uh, podcast, Every Day with an Angel. So grateful you're here, and I have my old buddy here. Well, not old, but yeah. my buddy here. <laughs> Um, <laughs> who, um, yeah, that well, in the time that we had together, and um, it's been amazing that I'm so grateful that you're with me again and that we can still do the third of the month. And I'm grateful that that has opportunity because we still have a little bit of work to do together, and I'm so grateful for that, Regan. Yeah. So, Regan Forreston is here, he's a clinical hypnotherapist, and you know, we were just talking about the gift that we were both on coast to coast and he was on first yeah. with Connie Williams. Um, Veronica says hi um, with Connie Willis, hey, Will, uh, Willis. And then um, I, he gave me the name. And so I jumped on and started commuting with her. She says, well, I happen to have a time on Wednesday or on, on this Sunday. Would you like to be on? Cause otherwise it's going to be a couple months. And I knew a couple months from now, you know, maybe timing might be, would be good. Yes. Yeah. But at the same time, though, something told me, do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Yeah. And that's why yeah, we wanted to talk. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I'm just going to say you did very well on there. Um, and you, it's well-deserved. You know, those people that are listening to this podcast later. I mean, Natasha and I were, you know, did um, Dance of the Soul for about three years. And it was time for that to shift into now uh, every day with us, every day with an angel. Um, and, um, so it, it's funny how it just all seems to work. And the, the thing that we're talking about today is about, you know, how to deal with, um, difficult, like, for instance, I had more people go to my website in one week than usually would be there in two years, you know, just because that was on 600 radio stations. So, um, uh, and, um, with Natasha and I, it just seems to be, you know, getting the word out. Um, on the work that we do, not just us, but other other light workers work just like we do, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's so many out there right now doing podcasts and and uh, mediums that are there's schools that are training. There's you know one organization that's trying to train um, a million mediums by the year 2050, and they're well on their way with thousands of people who have, you know, feel they have some sort of psychic ability. Uh, and they're going to school to fine tune those things and to learn to do um, like when Natasha does. Um, and a lot of that, Natasha, it has to do with just training your your mind to know and to discerning what, what images are from the other side and which images are just your, going through your brain. How do you do that? Exactly. Anyway? <laughs> I know. That is a question. Um, it's something that I grew yeah. up with. So to me, it was just part yeah, of my language. And that a lot of people, they grow up, though, with their minds telling them that they can't, they won't. And that's one thing I know that my mind was very willing to say, oh, what? Yes, I know that, you know, and my mind and my soul and everybody just kind of works together. But it is a it is time to get language together. And, you know, when I see like a car wreck, what does that really mean? Does that really mean a car wreck? Or does that mean chaos that's happening and there might be an yeah. ending with a new beginning? And that's the thing that I'm always in awe of, even me being who I am and a lifelong intuitive, um, is, is that, you know, 
what is the the universe gets their own individual language with each of us and we're all intuitive and so with that 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 there are these gifts that are working towards us to negotiate who we are and what we're doing uh but it's believing in who we are and you know um getting that discerningness out of our brain because our brain likes to sabotage us and that's why i was yeah. kind of um, that's why we we're kind of talking about what we should talk about today and and so that's why we kind of talked wanted to talk about you know what do we do on the road to success whatever that language is for you you know what do we what does our minds like to do to sabotage us what does our minds our bodies like to do to sabotage us i know that both of us you know, we had, we came up to our success, a, a successful moment in our lives, right? Where we were on coast to coast, I was on the next level soul, you know, just things were coming in and my life was actually giving me what I was wishing for. Mm -hmm. And, and yet I'm human, you know, it's like, and I'm grateful that I actually owned my own business beforehand because I knew how to set up a little bit of boundaries, you know, making sure I had time off. And what's funny was, is that, you know, before this all started, we made the choice to, to wonderfully, sadly, and um, the dance of the soul, which, you know, was not an, it was not easy for us, but it was actually a, a good pull for us because now yeah. when I'm not doing a show on, I don't do, I do my business on Mondays and I don't have a show that I need to get ready for or prep for. I just do my emails. I just do my my work. And then then at the same time, that gives me a chance to be better prepared for my week. So I get that time to have Monday as Monday to get business done, right? And I know for you, Regan, that gives you another day that either you could take a break or because you, you do sessions on the yeah. weekends a lot, that you get Monday maybe off to to just give your day, yourself a day, right? And so yeah. when the universe will help us set up our life, if we allow it to. Yeah. Matter of fact, I just, because of the show, I've had a huge learning experience and it makes me appreciate um, uh, people that have some sort of success in their life and how busy they get. And then you have this whole new set of learning how to set boundaries um, or you could work yourself to death. You know, I mean, look at some of these um, artists, um, you know, rock artists and different things. And, you know, they're going along playing nightclubs and stuff on Friday, Saturday, sometime, somehow they get discovered and now they're doing these world tours. Um, and then, you know, you hear case after case after case uh, to where they get, they, they bite off more than they can chew and they, uh, they get sick and ill or, um, you know, going to drugs and, you know, and that when they're just doing too much, you know, uh, I remember, um, Somebody, I don't know if it was a podcast, shoot, who was it? It was somebody that, um, um, yeah, he was on Coast to Coast too. And he was a reporter for um, uh, artists, um, musical artists. And he remembers seeing Elvis Presley, um, you know, it was just a few months before he died. And he said the whole time he's watching the show, he's just feeling sorry for this guy saying, this guy is working too much. That's when he was doing like 300 and something events a year or something. Wow. Almost every day, you know, and man putting out that energy. And um, he could just see Elvis was forgetting some of the lyrics and he was sweating and overweight. And, and he, he just, um, he just, 
kind of was nodding and said, man, this guy's sick. And then a few weeks later, you know, he died. Uh, but so many times, like <clears throat> um, I did like eight. Well, for people just who are new, we have a lot of our regulars and they know what I do, but I. Yeah, um, I know. We just jumped in. Why? This is like talking to an old friend. So we just jumped right in. Well, I, we we apologize. I'll have to do that. Well, I work. Um, I'm a hypnotherapist, and my specialty is doing these life between life sessions with the Newton Institute. And what we found is a way. And when people we get you very deeply relaxed, uh, which uh, some people say hypnosis or trance, all it is is a deep relaxation. You get right on the verge of falling asleep, and they keep you there. And while you're in that state, we found a way to activate the same process that happens in a near-death experience or when someone's having some sort of asset trip or something, only this is done without, you know, in a totally healthy, way, uh, organized way. So people get to go to a past life, see themselves pass away, and then we ask them in that trance state what happens next, and they have that memory of a guide or an angel being there. And then so um, because there's no time and space on the other side, once their guide is there, we switch to now time, not who they were in that past life. And um, my clients get to go to heaven or the afterlife for a couple of hours. So it's a life-changing event. Um, some of the some people said the big highlight of their life so far because they got to find out why they were born, what their mission is, mm -hmm. why people are in their life, and get a lot of advice on moving forward in their life that way. So. Anyway, being on coast to coast and I got slammed on my website, which was great. So many people. So I booked, um, I did eight sessions in 10 days and these are five hour sessions. Um, but there's time leading up to that and there's travel and everything like that. So, you know, um, some of these days were 12, four, one of the days was 16 hours because I had two clients that spent a lot of time on the other, on the afterlife. Um, and so uh, it just about wore me out. I remember leaving there from Palm Springs when I was leaving back to head to L.A. to do another session. My, that was after seven sessions to do the eighth session on that Monday. And I couldn't even I, luckily for Google Maps, it was telling me where to go. I mean, it was weird. I, I, I was losing my mind because I couldn't concentrate on anything. I was just kind of like a zombie kind of floating around. And which way do I go? And, you know, um, and I thought, wow, this is really weird. So anyway, I did a session a few days ago and um, my client was one of these ones where the client was just it was so easy for her just to to do the whole schmear, you know, stuff over there. So easy for her. And I said, well, this is your session. But I, I, I think would you mind asking the guides over there something for me? Anyway, they told me to kind of to knock it off doing that many. And that I should maybe, you know, one every other day at the most, um, you know, three to maybe four a week uh, so that I my physical body will be able to handle all that energy, you know. Um, so it was a really good learning experience for me to just do that many because now now I can see where I need to set the boundary, you know, because um, my, you know, like Natasha, when you have a like whole bunch of people at once coming wanting to see it and, you know, whew, you know, that's a lot. So you have, to, you have to learn how much, you know, because you still got a family life and you've got your school that you're doing. You got, you know, everything there and you got to fit it all in. Otherwise, you become, um, you know, useless to yourself and anybody else. You know? Exactly. Exactly. You that, and that's, do you get that okay. same feeling? Like when you do, if you do three or four sessions in a day or something like that, does, do you feel the amount of drain or 
I think you said with you, you're lucky and it doesn't get you. It's like it does with me as much. It's like the energy just kind of kind of comes and goes. Well, you know, Edgar Casey, you know, they say he worked himself to death, you know, because he was doing so many readings a day for people, you know. Yes. Uh, and and, he, and that's one thing that I have learned is, is that, you know, that my physical body um, is not the battery for my for what I do, that I let the yeah, universe... You know, I, I let the universe do this. So like when I'm doing sessions, like, at, let's say at a fair and I'm busy from, you know, 10 to four, you know, back to back, oh, gosh, yes. you know, I, it, it hits me like, let's say if I have an hour and a half drive home, it'll hit me about the last 45 minutes <laughs> of the drive because it's been seven yeah. in the morning until, you know, such and such time. Right. And so yeah. I get, I, I do. But the one thing, you know, like people probably hear my voice that I'm a little off. And yes, I, you know, I had this moment where I had kind of like this, this domino of, of, you know, things falling together. Right. And, you know, like I, I was, um, I had a wonderful full business. I'm so grateful. You know, I, I asked for what I got. And that's the thing is, is that our language really can make a difference with this. I am so grateful. I know ahead of time owning my own hair business that I needed to set up my schedule to, um, to negotiate yeah. having some time. So the universe actually helped us out with that by changing this whole podcast thing set up at the beginning of September. So that set me up for a, a, more of a successful September. The thing is though, that I did something to myself. I started doing, um, I've been working on my nut allergy because it was so triggered um, mm. with like going into grocery stores, my lungs were starting to, to get, um, some negotiation that I didn't like. And so what I ended up doing was, is that I went in and I I'm doing some detoxing of my lungs because of past stuff I did when I was younger. Well, I was detoxing at the same time I was put into, uh, uh, two weeks of the first days of kindergarten. And so I was in the Petri oh. dish of Petri dishes at the same time I had a full schedule at the same time, because my liver has not healed all the way being in fear and flight. So many years, my adrenals and, and hormones and stuff were so messed up being in fear and flight for so many years that I've been on the healing side of that, that my liver started saying, ah, a lot of processing here. And then I ate the wrong thing. I no went point. out and I had um, fish and chips instead of a salad or, or, you know, a stir fry uh, or something like that. Right. And so then my liver went uh, funk and then I ended up with a migraine. So I had a, a migraine that lasted me a couple of days. And then my liver, like I told my oh. chiropractor, I don't think my tummy wanted to throw up. It was my liver that was saying, get this out of me. Right. Yeah. And so with that, that, um, that I just kind of went and, and then I had a little salt and pepper of kindergarten. But this is part of my lungs that I know that I was detoxing my lungs. And so my voice is kind of gone a little bit off because of- You sound, you of, sound a bit congested. I, but I'm not. I mean, I can oh. breathe through my nose. I'm, I mean, I'm a little congested, but it's like my nose isn't drippy. I'm not like congested where everything is falling, but it, it's that that raspberry in my yeah. lungs that I feel that, that, that there, because I had um, like whooping cough a lot when I was growing up. Um, or something equivalency. It was, uh, um, it was, uh, where I was, um, a stress cough when I was younger. And so it scarred my lungs. And then, then when I got my nut allergy, 
it, it kind of, it all kind of dominoed into one another. And that's a thing that our bodies are so like interwoven with what our life is. So interwoven. Yeah. And, you know, that's yeah. the thing is, is when we start feeling successful and we start doing things, sometimes when we start questioning, is this what I truly wanted? Then we start sabotaging ourselves mm -hmm. by telling ourselves, oh, oh, somebody's sick around me. Oh, I hope I don't get it. Oh, I hope that, oh, uh, you know, instead of saying, gosh, I'm so grateful for my life the way it is. I'm so grateful I got my, my, uh, my schedule set up the way I do so I can negotiate it. There was a couple of times where I was like going, Ooh, I didn't, I didn't realize that when somebody's scheduled at, at six 30, that it can go into almost eight o'clock doing an hour and a half session. That's my own thing. Yeah. Learn and, and do yeah. it, you know, negotiate it different. So I just kind of set up appointments a little bit ahead of time, you know, like in November to block out like the week of Thanksgiving, I've kind of blocked that week out and, you know, little things like that so that I have these recharge moments because I want to be my better for people. And I know that I had to reschedule some people on Tuesday and I was so grateful that they allowed me to do that because I wanted to be my better for them. And now I'm starting to feel like I can be my better again, even though I just went to the chiropractor, yeah. blood to the brain. Hallelujah. I can actually think again. Um, you know, it's yeah. one of those things, you know, me and migraines, my neck, twists and turns and it just it's almost like cramps or clamps coming down but it, it's a thing but you know as we're going forward you know you know it doesn't matter when we have these successful moments it could be you know hallelujah i've i've finally got, gained the weight that or i've gotten to the weight that i've wanted to get get to or yeah. hallelujah i've actually moved into the house i've always wanted to move into or you know, it's these successful moments that we have, and they are chapters in our story. We have successful moments as we go. They're not necessarily, I want to get my business to this point, and then the world stops. No, you got to keep the, the, the you got to keep the world turning. It's not the treadmill. It's the world turning. Yeah. And that's one thing that I made sure that when I was getting busier and, and oh God, I'm so grateful. And I, I am very grateful that I was actually keeping myself off the treadmill. I would feel myself getting metaphorically on the treadmill and I would say, no, get off the treadmill and walk beside the treadmill. That way I energetically kept myself slower so I could be in the moment of what I was doing. And, you know, when, when you listen to what you need to do, you can get those benefits. Like the universe was setting us up for success, wasn't it, Regan? You know, saying, hey, our schedules yeah. need to change. And we listened. Yeah, too. And what's interesting, too, is that, uh, and I love this, that Patty and I seem to be on uh, an equal plane with what's going on in our life with, you know, what we hope for and that to see it happening. Um, I uh, spent a few days with her. She went down to this um, Matthew per Matthew Ferry, not Perry, but Matthew Ferry, um, um three-day seminar he he's a a man who his father was a big real estate guru um you know uh you know do, do putting on these seminars to help people be a success at real estate and his son took over and even became bigger than him and matthew was the young one and he kind of rebelled for a while you know as a teenager but he finally decided he wanted to make something of his life so he went back to his father and said you know 
I need to make something of my life instead of just hanging out and doing, you know, <laughs> doing recreational drugs and and partying and all that. So the father took him into his company, made him start at the lowest rung, work his way up, you know. And he's become now. <laughs> Ain't that a good this, father? Uh, this, yeah, mm-hmm. like he's, I think he does about twenty million, twenty million a year in seminars and everything. Uh, but he's taken, he's gone the spiritual route, and so he's he, he has for people that are ready for it, that are all these um, high uh, professionals, you know, that are the tops in their fields. Um, he does these seminars with them to try to teach them how to get rid of old um, ideas that don't work anymore, you know, old paradigms that just don't don't fit. Um, and to they do a lot of meditation and, um, you know, talking about the things that are uh, keeping them from being in total integrity and real and love in everything they do. So it was really neat to see that they're approaching the business aspect of life and success with um, the priority is spirituality first. And that he says, when you do that, you he was teaching people how to let business come to them instead of chasing it all the time, you know. And it's funny because just as that happened on that weekend, uh, Patty, her phone was ringing off the hook with people that want to list their homes that she it's so she's got about four listings coming up that she didn't even go out and look for. They're just dumped on your lap, you know, here. So it's like all of a sudden she's busy just like me, you know, she's got so much she has to do. Um, so, um, but it was good, you know, that way. So these setting boundaries, you know, like if your work, oh, you know, just something that just came to my mind and I thought, you know, some people, their bosses work them to, you know, work them to death in a sense, you know, making them work overtime and stuff like that. And I thought it's like going to your boss and saying, okay, uh, you want me to come in all this weekend and do some extra work for you so that I can make myself sick and not have time with my family just so I can make you some more money. You know, is that what you're telling me to do to your boss? You know, <laughs> cause that's kind of what they're doing. You know, look at the United Auto Workers on strike right now, you know, uh, where um, they're seeing the the the, the companies, um, the, uh, the executives um, wages went up eight times more than the people that are, the you know, making them all the money, the workers, you know, in the last six years. So uh, it's and, out of balance, know, record profits and everything. It's out of balance. So that strike needs to happen, you know. And exactly it's nice to see that they like you know part of me is not union and part of me is for union because when you look back in history um if there's no unions in that then human nature um bosses are going to take advantage of people to make money you know exactly um, slave labor so exactly gotta, i know, you know i i, I i've been watching yeah i've been watching this one me or video that kind of comes through in this one there's a couple people that that kind of talk about how to talk to your boss, you know, and, and that's the thing is, is that, that there's this one boss that says, Hey, um, why didn't you reply to the text last night at nine o'clock? And the, and the woman no. says, you know, well, you know, uh, it was after my hours and they go, well, it was just a quick text. And they go, yeah, but if I answered every text, that would be, um, you know, five times such and such. So that would be 350 hours of pay that you would owe me. 
if I replied to all yeah. your texts after hours? Would you like to pay that money? Yeah. Well, then no, I'm not going to reply to texts. So, so it's like, right. you know, that's the thing is it's not about, you know, a lot of us go into passive aggressiveness when we start getting into successful moments. We start getting into where we're going and, and Regan's having uh, maybe a call coming in or something, you know, with his phone or something. So, you know, as we're going into this dance of, uh, did you get a call? Yeah. He came in and uh, shorted me out there for a moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that as we're going forward, that being proactive in our life Oh, I am so grateful. I, you know, for me, I have been so grateful to have all these open opportunities. I just got an email today about being on another show in Sweden. And, um, and I'm just like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How can I, how can I assist in this world? But it's also having boundaries with me getting done at a certain time. Right. Um, you know, yeah. like, like I, my old Natasha would have went to work at my elementary school, um, yesterday, even though I was like, <sighs> right. No, Yeah. I decided, you know, I'm sorry guys at work. I know that we're short staffed. I know somebody out of the cog of the wheel. It doesn't make it easy for us at the same time though. I have to take care of me. And if without yeah. the me, the I, I can't have the we that is healthy. And, you know, and it's not easy. Like I told my husband, you know, last night I finally felt like I was coming back online. You know, it's like, yeah, get me back online. Let me get back. I didn't even make a post on Sunday because it was like, I just couldn't wrap my head around it. You know, I just, technology yeah. was just not, I'd pick up my phone to do it. And I, I almost wanted to throw the phone across the floor because it was like, I was just so out of sync with the world around me. Right. And so, yeah. mm -hmm. but it was me listening to that saying, you know, I just put my love out there in the world. And I just said, I'm sorry, guys, you know, I can't do the norm. I'll try to do it tomorrow morning. I know I'm not going to work. <laughs> you know. It's that, yeah. it's that boundaries that we, that if we can have those, it does pay off in the end and we don't get passive aggressive through things. And then, then we don't go into those self-sabotage moments. Yeah. Well, you know, when we wish, everybody wishes for success, but um, I think it's um, what, what happens sometimes is you don't, you don't have a plan uh, in, in place for when you have success. You know, you have to think about it. Well, if I'm if I'm going to be a success, that means I'm probably going to be working more hours. You know, I mean, um, especially if it's business or something, you know, that you're starting out or something, and you just wanting wanting business, but you got to be prepared. Uh, just like my website, I, but the thing is, I didn't know technically what to do, but it crashed. A couple of the pages just just went down because so many people were going to it. But um, it was an easy fix, luckily. Um, but uh, and I thought that might happen, but then I thought I don't know technically, you know, what to do. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, now I do, <laughs> you know. So I had had to learn. So you have to kind of plan for success and realize that uh, if you are going to get busy, what other things are going to get pushed aside, you know? Because now you're filling your life with certain routines and things like that. Now you're going to get real busy, so you're going to um, you're going to have to plan. Um, 
you know, your your time you're going to have to be, you know, really plan your time so that you do have time off with your family uh, exactly. and time to do other things. Like I love to golf, you know, just like your husband does, you know. And I think if we lived in the same neighborhood, I'd probably uh, ask your your better half there to go golfing once in a while. But um, so I have to. Have he time would go. For he would too. go. <laughs> yeah, have time for you know for Patty and I to do our thing, you know, and um, to spend time together. Um, so exactly. Um, but and that's know, the thing is a, a lot of organization. It does. It really does. Right. And then you know, and and. I'm going to say, though, that, you know, one idea that's coming across is, is that, you know, when we ask for what we get, what we want, many times we don't see both sides of it. You know, there is the positive and the shadow work. So let's say, you know, that um, we want to quit a job because this job is absolute hell and we don't want to be in that job anymore. Or that there's yeah. a spouse that we are with that we don't want to be with. And we're asking and asking for something to happen. I mean, I was, you know, during the midst of my life with my husband and his really peaked hard moments of, of narcissism and, and drinking that, you know, there was a part of me that wished that something would end, right? And because I was human, yeah. I didn't like where I was at. But really, you know, when we go into that, it is very wise to think, oh, if someone goes away from my life, what am I going to do financially? What am I going to do emotionally? You know, yeah. because there are things, even a, a negative uh, spouse can be positive with, you know, like my my uh, husband, even during his drinking times, you know, I would want to stay up till midnight, one o'clock and then not be good in the morning, right? Well, you know, I would have to, because he is such a morning person and to have some sanity in the house, I would have to go to bed earlier. You know, he also wanted dinner earlier. Well, that was a benefit for me because I would always want to eat like at eight or nine o'clock at night and just grab something together, right? I wouldn't eat very healthy. And so there, there are these pluses and negatives to having things that aren't always a benefit. And so, you yeah. know, what, what do we do with this and how do we negotiate when we really get what we ask for? You know, yeah. we have to be ready mm -hmm. for both sides of every coin. And, and this is a moment, mm -hmm. you know, it's a moment you look at like, um, like, uh, with, uh, Prince and, and, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, Janet Jackson or the Jacksons and, and, you know, and all those guys that there was these songs that just bloomed. And then, then they would have something that didn't bloom and they would have these like scenarios where it was like, that was an anomaly. You know, like I had one video that got almost 7,000 views. Right. Yeah. And I told myself at the time, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so grateful for that moment. Thank you. And that was right before this expansion that I had. So it was a good teller for me to not put anything on the pedestal, yeah. just be grateful for what I was having. I was grateful for my language, whatever that message was that people needed to hear at that time. And I was so grateful for that moment. And Veronica, um, uh, thank you again for, for speaking. She was one that told me, 
actually, I'm kind of saying you might get too busy here. And so I'm grateful for her language that she had. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be, you know, you know um, like I say, when you ask for something, the guides and angels on the other side would say, be, well, be very specific. Like when I have people on the other side and we're dealing with their health issues and I, they're before like a council of these light beings. And mm-hmm. um, and then we um, at one point we say, hey, my client <laughs> has some health issues, some health issues that we want to address. Um, you know, when we're asking them things, they, they for instance, if they won't just do a healing for somebody unless you ask them. So that's one of the things we do at the end. We say, well, with these issues my client has, do they uh, are they ready to have a healing? Do they not need that? Is that old, you know, is that old uh, luggage that they have there that can they can let go of now? And that's when um, sometimes they'll they'll assess the situation and they'll say, well, um, we can begin a healing, but we'll begin a healing. uh, But it's not going to get better unless you change the things we talked about, you know, because sometimes people have the the thing that was neat is that. um, you know, when people on the other side asking for healing, they ask why they have their illness. And it mostly comes down to issues with self-love, uh, issues with um, uh, a hatred they have towards somebody mm-hmm. or other people that they haven't forgiven somebody for something, that they have a fear of moving forward, you know. Um, exactly. And, uh, so, yeah. And so they're, the issue, the, the health issues they have, as we've talked about on the show before, show up in different parts of the body, sometimes depending on the category of, you know, what they're um, trying to run away from in their, their life or something, you know. Um, I know we did that, we talked about that before, and, and Natasha has a, um, a lot about the, you know, the different areas of the body that are affected. You know, like the client came in, and this was, she um, had wanted to retire, and then she had, um, you know, some things she really wanted to do. Well, those opportunities all came at her like all at once. And so she got in this fear mode. And so all of a sudden she had a limp in her, she had a frozen hip, you know, and uh, <laughs> on the other side, they told, they told her, well, you've created this frozen hip because it's, it's keeping you from moving forward, which you, exactly. The hip is about to move uh-huh. forward. Yep. Yeah, the hip is about, about support, about the support of the torso. Yeah. And, and for women, it's about settling. What do we settle into our hips being the female that we are to honor our female? Plus it's about the pivoting Mm -hmm. to move forward, the walking to get forward. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, you know, that's where, you know, you, she asked about something, all of a sudden her life was put in that position where here it was, but she had so many fears about, well, now what do I do? And this is going to make me change this and I'm going to have to do that. You know, so they had a nice conversation with her on the other side, and then we asked for healing, and the um, the healer that was on the other side said, "Okay, I think you understand, you know, what this issue is now, and I I feel that you have this. Uh, we've broken that spell, that now you can move forward." And so I said, "Okay, I'm gonna be quiet for a little bit," and then I watched as her body went into kind of moving around on the on the therapist couch, and then you heard a big loud pop and her hip popped and so she walked out without a without a limp so that was like um wow that was pretty interesting you know that happened so um uh yeah so planning um you know a lot of times we talk about what happens when things don't go right well it's funny that a whole list of issues come up when things do go right (laughs) right. so it's (laughs) like 
You're darned if Just you as do, many, I think. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it's what we do with it. About what it when, our language is. Yeah. And sometimes, like we talked about before, when things go wrong, it's, it's, it's things have to go wrong and break up for things to go right. So sometimes you, you know, it'll feel like you're taking some steps backwards, but it's all about preparing you to step forward, you know, so, um, you know. Exactly, uh, oh, exactly. And, and Natasha, what do you think about this? My client um, was saying in France that this, she finally understood about the good things and the bad things that happen. I, I'm trying to think of the words she said, but it was so, so neat. She was saying she was realizing whether the choices she made, the good choices and the bad choices are all part of the same energy. In other words, they are. you know, it's not like there's like there's bad energy and good energy. It's all part of the same energy. Um, it, it's and part of it's the discombobulation like, for growth. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, like it's how discombobulation for how growth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everything. That's why I, when something on the negative-ish side starts telling me something, I'm like, what are you here to teach me? Where where are you trying to lead me? You know, like there was a, there was a lot that happened this summer. And I can tell you, even while I was in the middle of it, I was going, boy, this is a discombobulation. You know, this is breaking me apart. This is breaking me, bringing me insights. You know, it was my, um, and I wouldn't say my team was rough on me, but I felt like I was like, Finally, I can breathe. You know, I've, I've been feeling like my universe wanted me to walk on the on the 50 yard mark of a of a football field. I couldn't get over to the 49. I couldn't get over to the 51. I had to walk on the on the 50. Right. And mm -hmm. and the, and yet towing me in, pulling me in, gave me the understanding that that, you know, I'm embarking on. Being someone that can bring insights for people. So I cannot be loose. I have to hold that. In, I, I am honored with holding that integrity. See, I even changed yeah. that language, didn't I? Because I was mm -hmm. honored to hold that integrity for my team. And they trusted me to do it. And what a gift that was that they gave me insights, even though there were some tears along with it, <laughs> you know, at the time, to lift me up, to be prepared, to stretch and pull me, to know when my ego steps in, to know when my mind likes to take control, you know, when, you know all these things, because now I've been helping people with that exact scenario in their lives in sessions and on other shows that I've been doing. So with that, that there is some, some interesting places that we're going and interesting places where we're going to be, but we cannot, and, and I want to honor people when they're going through these rough times, look them as discombobulations to break us apart so we can be our better self. You know, like I've been, there's a, a someone who had, um, cat had kittens and I'm like going, I want one. Oh, wait a minute. Do I really want a cat? Yeah. <laughs> Do I really want one? Yes. It's going to be loving. It's going to let me, you know, you know, I'm hoping that I get a cat that wants to be on my lap, that loves me. But I also have things all around my house that, 
do I really want a cat to get involved with all those things, right? Because <laughs> a cat gonna, can. You know, a cat you can't, you can. You can't put something up on a shelf away like you can a dog because the cats will get up to the very top, you know, mess with Exactly. Things. I'm almost thinking, should I get a cat with a kind of a dis disability that, that – doesn't isn't able to climb up on things as well you know it's a it's that story of of where we're at and you know but if it's meant to be it'll be if it's meant to be yeah. it will be and i gotta trust the process and that's the thing that i have learned is is that you know sometimes we have to trust the process trust the process you know like this cat you know the kittens will probably be re be ready around um halloween right so that's you know oh. two months old three months old four months old oh january february time to go outside right you know it's like yeah. it, it's that you know it's that time to to become who we are and you know we can you know the spiritual growth that we're all embarking on even me being who i am i'm still spiritually growing my chapters are not done in my book that I'm writing, right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. and we're going to have times where we're going to have success. There's going to be times where we receive what we ask for. But what are we going to do about them in the moments that we're having? Because sometimes, you know, like if we're asking for to, to have the freedom from an abusive husband, maybe, right? Or a, a, an abusive wife or abusive partner or whoever it is, boss or whoever it is. That we gotta live with what the choices we made, but it's language that we gotta work with, and and that yeah. being like for me, I can't say now. Oh gosh, I'm way too busy. I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself. I don't know how I'm gonna do this. If I would do that, then the universe is gonna say, "Well, you asked for it. Do you not want it now?" No. Uh -huh. What I'm saying is, is that I would so love my November, December to get filled in, and then next year, January and February to get filled in. So this is more of a routine. That this is a benefit that I can actually, you know, take the time to mark out certain days. You know, take a one Saturday a month off, right? Just take it off. You know, give myself a Saturday, or you know, doing those things for me that I can, so I can be better for everyone. And it's not a, it's not a, it's not a negative thing to do that, you know, because if we are someone who is for others, and I'm going to tell you, even going to work, and if you're in customer service, you're for others, you know, if you are someone who walks yeah. down the street and says hi to people, you're for others, that we got to give ourselves energy. Yeah, yeah. In a session, um, oh, I, I just had to share this because it was different. What I've started doing lately in sessions, because, you know, we've discovered that um, when a soul comes down to be in a human body, it only sends a portion of itself into the human body and the rest of it stays home. And so there's always a higher self of ourselves. Like right now, there's a higher self of Regan, higher self of Natasha, of Veronica, her higher selves up there, you know, watching her what she's doing. And what that, because some people say, well, okay, if I go to the other side, my, my grandfather, who I was close to, died like 30 years ago, you know. So my, my, my grandfather's probably not there because he's probably reincarnated by now. Um, so uh, what we found out, because there's always, even if the grandfather has reincarnated, the higher self is always still there. So you can talk to anybody that's, uh, 
you know, been in history. And one of my clients uh, uh, recently, um, so he's he's had this invention he's trying to get on the market, and um, uh, he has the same birthday as Tesla. So I said, hey, if we get done early there and you're on the other side, why don't you see if you can talk to him, ask him about your invention. That's exactly what he did. We asked to talk to Tesla, and he's they're having shop talk over there about his invention, which was interesting. And um, one of you um, just last week, um, she uh, she she grew up Christian and everything. And I said, well, you know, everything went so smoothly in your session. You're still in heaven there in the afterlife. I said, um, maybe you want to have a conversation with Jesus. And she says, well, Jesus is great. You know, I mean, I grew up that way, but I, I'm kind of leaning more towards getting help from Buddha now. So. I asked the council, I said, can she have a consultation with Buddha? And there he was. He appeared to her before her and she just knew it was Buddha. I guess, you know, because when people on the other side, when you're seeing energies, it's normal and natural to be able to identify them. You know, we're here. We, yep. My, me, if I see a big ball of energy, I'm saying, well, this is cool, but who the heck are you? You know, but it was Buddha. <laughs> and they have different feels. learn that language. Yeah. So she asked Buddha if um, if he had reincarnated and he said, part of me is everywhere, you know, part of me is everywhere. And then as he stood before her, all of a sudden from his this part of his of this aura, which was probably this blue, pur no, it was purple, excuse me, purplish uh, light. He shoots this. It's about this round from his from his part of himself like here right through into her eyes and this area right here so wow. she was feeling this tube of purple coming right into her and she just and she's in trance and she's just going wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so about an hour later when her session was done we were talking about she says regan i can still feel that in my body i said that purple energy the buddha sent me right into this part of my being she's still i'm still she says it feels so good i'm still from that so i thought that's pretty interesting you know <laughs> that way you know so exactly i mean and that's that whole thing about energy i know that um that you know we are all energy and that's why right now i'm gonna i'm gonna i keep repeating this our words are so important right now People don't realize how important our words are. And we've gotten out of the words by posting these just things that we just say. We don't understand what we say out there makes a difference. What we say yeah. in text and emails makes a difference. You know, it's it really that does. It, it really does make that you know, like me, even like me, even feeling like something was coming on and, and getting kind of a, I, my liver through got tossed in. And so it gave me a good headache. And, um, even me in that moment, I was telling myself I'm getting healthier, you know, I, I'm, I, okay. What is this here to teach me well, liver? I'm so sorry that I did what I did to you. I shouldn't have yeah. ate what I did. And I'm sorry I threw us over the edge. Right. And, and so with that, the, the, and I, I was actually holding my liver and, and just saying, I love you and thank you for processing life the way you are. And I'm still even doing that. I went to the chiropractor just before this show and I'm like going, yes, I'm actually getting righted. Things are starting to, I can feel them kind of getting back in line. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We can do this. We can do this. But 
I have a really good chiropractor. You have to find a really good chiropractor. Um, they're, they're, not everybody is a good chiropractor. Just like not everybody's a good intuitive. Not just like not everybody's a good hypnotherapist. You got to find the people who, who have good integrity um, while doing this work. We're, we're but, yeah, we're interesting creatures. I remember there's a, a line in the Bible somewhere where St. Paul is saying, why do I find myself doing the things that I know I shouldn't be doing the most and the things that I need to do the least? You know, it's like when we, the other day, I had a choice of something unhealthy or something that would be real tasty, real sugary, you know, and, um, and I knew it wasn't going to be good for me. I mean, but I still do it, you know, it's like, I'm going to do it, even though I know it's going to mess myself up a little bit. And then after you do it, you go, why did I just do that? You know, why did why is it so hard? I mean, it's like as human beings, you know, we we choose a lot of times uh, like we had the fish and chips, you know, like sometimes I know, well, I should get fish because that's better than having some for for me uh, beef uh, or meat, um, you know, once in a while. But I'm always happier when I get fish or something that's lighter, easier uh -huh. to digest, you know, than then especially, you know, in the restaurants, you don't know um the beef and that they get if it's full of hormones and all the bad junk you know um yeah. of course people say well you get mercury and fish and i go yeah it's like but i still think uh, you know fish is easier on the digestion than doing you know heavy meats but sometimes i'll just oh, oh yeah <laughs> when i was down south things i always use like these go to the spaghetti factory and they have this where you can I get this big plate of spaghetti with meat sauce uh, and then the other half is this mesithra, it's this cheese that's really, really good, and it's half and half. But then if I have a glass of wine with that, and then I have this salad, you know, with this dressing, I don't know, and then spumoni ice cream for dessert. And, and I know <laughs> an hour later, I know an hour later when I'm driving down the highway, I'm going to be going, why the hell did I do that, you know? But it feels so good, you know? So exactly, exactly. But that's the thing about when we're in these moments where we're in a pivot between I'm finally doing what I wanted to do or what I asked yeah. to have. And it's like, wow, I'm here. What am I going to do with it? Um, yeah. So William, um, thank you for being here. Uh, and he says, uh, I found a beautiful person that when I around her, I feel strong pulled but makes me it makes me happy yeah and that's that's the thing is is that you know and but when we're getting into that flow of of is this the right thing we got to be careful about either we start pushing on the gas pedal because that's a that's a natural thing to do oh i gotta have it right now or we kind of go Ugh, am i you know, am I good enough? Uh, you know, then, we, or we start, you know, going, well, uh, I can't go out with the guys anymore or whatever it is. I'm just throwing out just ideas, you know, it's that, yeah. it's that moment of, um, is it, it's, it's an interesting place to negotiate. How do we go forward? And sometimes we have to take our foot off the gas pedal. We have to, kind of i want to call it sit down in our life and and start really thinking is this what i can live with and is it, this like, something that i like to have is this something that yes 
I feel like I'm worthy to have it. Wow, I'm really able to negotiate this world that I'm in. I'm actually able to feel like I can follow through with this. Oh, wait a minute. I gotta work on my communication. Why do I what is her love language? What is his love language? Yeah. What is my what is the love language of my business that I want to work with? What is that um what is that story that I keep telling myself? Because I'm gonna tell you that everything in our life is something mirroring us to show us what we can either work on to do better or hallelujah, you got it. You're doing good, right? And uh so he yeah. says, um, I've well, learned from her to communicate with her. Good job. And that's the thing is we have to be yeah. willing to learn. Right. Because, you know, sometimes, I mean, uh, some people go into, you know, like they, they want that significant other and the significant other finally comes. And um, part of them just uh, thinking they're going to get into that relationship and they never think about all the things they're going to have to change in themselves uh, to have a good relationship, you know. In other words, it's, uh, it's like, watch out what you wish for, because if you get a significant other, it's going to be all about change. And it's going to be about compromise. It's going to be learning through trial and error. Or when people as a couple, the next big thing is when they decide to have a child. You know, like um, some, you know, some people are not prepared for that. They think they can just stay the same and have a child. No, when you have a child, you know, because sometimes a guy will think, well, it's not changing for me. She's having the baby and I'll just keep doing what I'm doing, you know, and that isn't going to work. You know, it's just all about melding, you know, with with a, like a team, you know, if ever, in a, you couldn't have a successful company if everybody was doing their own thing. You know, each one has their own chores, their own things they have to do to make the company a success. The same in a marriage, you know, you have to learn to divvy up, you know, who's changing the diapers all the time? When does mom get to have a rest? You know, because, um, you know, uh, I know my my two nephews now that have children for so many years they didn't. Now they've all of a sudden got kids coming out all over. When I see them now, they are, they find, it's almost like they grew up 20 years within a year. <laughs> the way they are, the way they look, what mm -hmm. they have to do, that's like, they're not kids anymore now. They got their adults, you know, married with children. And that really causes so much change, you know, and they're doing good. They're good. I'm really proud of them so far. They seem to be handling it well. I see in them taking the, you know, the responsibility, uh, a lot of the responsibility so that their wives don't have to have the full burden of it. You know, where it used to be men would think, well, that's women's work, you know, raising kids, you know, that's it's, not, it's not our work. World. It's it's our work. It's, it's our, our work. And, and, yeah. and William says, yes, um, we oh, um, uh, respect her boundaries. And and we may, yes, we make a good team. And good job because it's not necessarily, it's yeah. about the, the boundaries of the relationship. Because there's going to be boundaries that she has. There's boundaries that you have. There's boundaries that the relationship mm -hmm. needs to have. And that's the thing is, is that when we're in this moment of receiving, receiving, that we have to understand that there are boundaries. There are, um, and, and it's not negative ones. It's it's just honoring, and and it's it's believing in what we're doing um, is is happening. And you know when we're going forward, 
be willing to be vulnerable, be willing to say, Oh yeah. You know, like, like, you know, sometimes I've made, uh, the, the time where it was a little bit longer and I went, Oh yeah, I can see I did that. Thank you for that lesson. I'm grateful for that experience. And now I know how to ebb and flow that I can do that once in a while, but not all the time. And, and so it is about, knowing that what our weaknesses and what our strengths are, you know, and, and that's the thing about, you know, William with you having a relationship and you say it's a long distance relationship right now. And that happens, you know, sometimes we have to start things out. Um, but it's that, that moment of, um, of being willing to, to stretch and pull and to figure things out and, and be vulnerable enough to say, you know, Hey, this doesn't feel right to me. What about you? What would you like to change about that? Or is there something you'd like to change about this? Or, you know, um, and sometimes, you know, like, uh, there was a complication that I had with someone last year and I had to be vulnerable enough to, to say, Hey, something doesn't feel right about this. But I didn't do it alone either. There's certain places like jobs and stuff like that. Sometimes you need to have someone sit in with you to be a witness. You know, not necessarily yeah. in relationships all the time, but there are these moments where communication. Oh my gosh, communication. There's again words, right? There's again words. Yeah. You know, I think um, there's there's actually a lot of advantages to having a long distance relationship, especially at the beginning of a relationship. You know, I mean. I think um, it, it allows people to get to know each better, each other better than I think if they were meeting in person. Sometimes, um, sometimes um, you know, sex doesn't sometimes can get in the way of things because we have these you know physical desires and things, and people act on them too soon. Um, but you know, people that have successful relationships a lot of times you know hold off on that for a while, you know, until they get really get to know each other because you can be um, blinded sometimes by you know your desires and things like that and not really be there to watch for the red flags you know to find out if this is just a physical um you know attraction you have or is this a soul connection that you have you know so um you know talking on the phone people i know a number of people well me included like um you know patty and i i was um coming back and forth from la a lot doing clients and then coming up to see her so we'd go weeks at a time without seeing each other and then we'd have a date and then I'd be away for a few weeks and back. And it just, we just took our time, you know, getting to know each other and it really built a good, really good foundation, you know, friendship. We got to see. Yeah. Good friendship. You're right. I, a lot of relationships think, you know, don't have friendships. Oh, I know. And it's sad to me because it just, um, but I guess maybe they're not meant to be that way sometimes, but I think the most perfect relationship is friends first. You know, because that builds a good, solid foundation, you know, um, and then, um, you know, and then something more serious. So, William, this is exciting. You know, anytime that uh, I'm excited for you, um, you know, because uh, anytime you find someone and again, well, I think when that attraction or that that pull is there, it's probably, you know, because we talk about in the Newton Institute thing, you one of the things people do is they visit their soul group when they're in heaven and when they're in trance. And these are souls that you regularly incarnate with. So this person that you met is probably part of your team on the other side. And now it's just finding out, okay, what role is she playing in your life's play? You know, is it going to be forever or is it just going to be someone that's going to get you to another point? 
before you you leave and go somewhere else you know so exactly you know, good, exactly. good luck to you william Oh, yes. And blessings on our journeys of, you know, and I want to send blessings to everyone on their journey of life um, as we're yeah. coming down to the end of this podcast here. That's the problem. I, I love being with you, Regan. So uh, this is a moment where I'm grateful that every third Sunday or third Wednesday that we're together. Yeah, um, me too. It's but good. it is. It, yeah, it's kind of interesting being live once a week. But I this is one thing that I want you to know, though, that, you know, every day with an angel that I do do mostly videos on my podcast, on my weekly inspirational quotes. And that part is the every day with an angel, mini podcasts, um, mini shorts, you know, from this pot, bigger podcast. But I want everyone to know if you can, that, you know, you are so loved and our journey, it's not to be negative or positive. There are negative things that happen because there's people in our lives and around this world that are very negative no. and they're going to create negativity. The world didn't, didn't, um, didn't plan on things being negative. You know, yes, the death process, as I'm thinking of you, Veronica here, is not necessarily a positive thing because grief is a journey through our shadows. It's through our troubles. It's through our pain. It's through, but I can tell you that when I was willing to look at it, oh my gosh. And yes, I've gone through the depths of depression of grief and, you know, that it actually gave me who I am today because I was willing yeah. to get the, the, uh, the uh the lily out of the mud of the you know of the of the of the the swamp that i was in you know yeah. that that really pretty flower right that we have to merge out of to be ourselves but that's what grief is is coming out and so if you can take the pain that we've come into because of human experiences not let those sabotages so that we can have successful moments in our life. Even if it is getting to the weight we are, or even if it's that we find someone that we can feel gratitude being with, or we get a job that finally we say, holy crap, I like my job. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my boss just told me he's going to move. Right? It's like things are always changing, but what can we do? What happens if I get a better job, boss? Right? Right. Uh, you know, and it's not uh, its not necessarily that we have to stay away from negativity. Negativity is with us, but it's seeing it for what it is. It's yeah. a good boundary. It's a good place to say, yeah, love you, but... It is what it is, right? Yeah. You know, we say before on the show that grief is just unexpressed love, you know, so it's um, it's it's actually a good thing. Matter of fact, um, when we get off here in a minute, it's East Coast time. I have to call a lady who's just lost a seven-year-old child, oh, you know, wow. so, whoa, you know, six, seven weeks ago, and she heard me on one of the podcasts, you know, and she's going, oh, my God, this is what it, so I'm actually... Um, in the in the interim between now and when I do a session for her, I want to recommend maybe she called you, Natasha, too, see if you can help her, okay? Because okay. she's really going through the grief right now. Oh, how could she not? Oh, my gosh, yeah. So um, uh, that's the thing. Sometimes 
So I don't know. I, I think I leave it up to my clients, but sometimes I'll say, well, maybe before you go to the other side there, that it's time to just let the grief settle a little bit, you know, um, and, and go through, you know, get yourself on, on a good footing and then go to the other side. But then sometimes I think, gosh, if they could go right now, that that could really relieve some of the suffering right now rather than them having to wait. So it's an it, it's an individual it's a, such an individual moment yeah yeah it's an individual moment like i had a, a client that um we were scheduled for an appointment and her mom had passed away and just that week and i sat for with her for 20 minutes and we just talked and yeah. and um and gave her love and you know just witnessed her for a few minutes and you know, it, it's about what it is. It's about what it is. And, and when you lose a child, there's nothing that's, that's an ouch <laughs> beyond ouches. And, and so it is, it is where, she, you know, she's going to be where she's going to be. And, and sometimes going to the other side doesn't necessarily make it easier, but it makes it um, negotiable, a little different yeah. negotiable. Well, I'm, you know, um, I'm really hoping to, you know, what feels good, it, and I'm sure this is with you, Natasha, too. Like I see people have some of these issues, and I can see the pain, and they're going through, and I feel blessed that um, God has, you know, chosen me to be one of the persons who can maybe help her to heal a little bit, you know, by this, you know, helping her go to the other side and talk to that soul and find out, you know, why if she can get an answer to why her child left at seven years old and then just her finding out i think will give her some peace you know uh, like that case um there was it doesn't make it of, doesn't make it easier that it's happened know, you still miss them right and you still have some you still have some grief but yet it's like um oh gosh what's the word it's like you can handle the grief instead of it just being like this you know it's more yeah you know, that way. So it can, you can lessen it to a degree. So it's not unhealthy, you know, because that child, you know, people, when they're on the other side, when they see themselves pass away, when I have them go to a past life, they see themselves pass away. About half of them aren't ready to go back to back home to heaven yet, or the afterlife. They want to hang around for a little while to um, soothe the grieving that's going on from people that yeah. have lost them, you know, so um they have all kinds of different tricks and ways of doing that, which we're finding out, you know? So, um, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. A, I'm doing a lot of zoom, you know, um, more zoom sessions now than ever before, because a lot of people that are coast to coast are all over the country. So yeah. we're setting up these zoom sessions and I'm actually getting to, I just was uncomfortable for a little bit there because I hadn't done a lot of them, but now that I'm doing more of them, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. You know, it helps me keep focused because I'm seeing them on the screen. I have my papers out in front of me so I can keep really focused, you know, on, on helping them to get done what they want to do in the afterlife. Um, so it's good, you know, uh, either way. Well, good. So Regan. Yeah. We'll be, we'll see you next month. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. In, that'll be in October. Yeah. It'll be in October. I love you so much. So Regan is a clinical hypnosis, uh, hypnotherapist, and he is so good at being who he is. He doesn't give himself enough credit for what he does and how he does it. Um, 
the blessing that you are is just amazing. And, you know, I had a session with you and I just felt so much in loving hands as we went and, and we did the work and, and did the, got the answers and, and that kind of thing. And so thank you for being yeah. who you are and you can reach Regan at visit the afterlife.com. Thank you. Uh, yeah. And uh, my gosh, Regan, I just, I have so much love for you and Patty and, the whole dance that you're doing and yeah, we're, we're all in this together. We are, we are, we are. So we will be back. Uh, I will be back next Wednesday, Natasha Venter. I'm a multi-life intuitive. I'm a medium an energy seer, spiritual counselor. I love to support you in your journeys of life. You can go to my website, angelicclarifications.com. And if you want to go to, if you're on my YouTube channel, uh, or on, um, on any of the platforms, but on my YouTube channel, you can go to my community page and you can find all the ones I have not figured out how to do coast to coast yet. Um, that oh, one, no. because they have their website that's kind of, you archive it and then you have to go in and you have to be part of their system to get it. And so it hasn't gotten on. Um, I haven't been able to download it probably from any of the news radio stations yet that you can go into archive them but yeah you, um, you, you might you can if you put it on um a, a listening device you can just sit there for two hours and just put it right up to the speaker and just record it on something you know and then when the commercials come you can just put it on edit pause. those out yeah oh that's a good idea that's a good then, idea because that two hours it comes down to about I don't an, know, hour an hour and a half hour, no hour and 15 that, minutes hour, yeah, of talk really. Yeah, it uh, is. They do have Connie, a Connie Willis is she's an amazing interviewer. I was really yes. impressed with her professionalism. And um, I'm uh, on my own dime. I'm flying to Denver to do a session for her um, in November, and we're gonna we're gonna put it as part of her show, of her own podcast, as she's gonna be vulnerable enough to let people see her go through the process. Oh, cool. um, we're going to figure it out somehow, but she wants to like help educate people and have, you know, I got to figure out how that works because I want it to be really special for her and I don't want the technicalities of the thing to take away from the experience, but it'd be, she's willing to share that, you know, like I thought it was great on there when she, you guys were talking about how you save bugs and things and, and all that, you know, she's a bugs, you know. I know we had a couple either. people. Uh, yeah. And then I had a fly that came and sat on my, on my yeah. um, computer saying I want out during the show. It was so funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's the thing. Well, Regan, we, okay. we're going to keep talking because we miss each other here, but yeah, you know, uh, I want everybody to know that, that you are amazing. You guys are a miracle. Miracles are happening everywhere. 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 I am witnessing a lot of miracles happening, even if it's just looking out and seeing a rainbow in the sky. You know, there's miracles happening everywhere and it's us being available to receive it. Yeah. So please, please, please believe in you. Believe in the language that you're saying. Our mind likes to sabotage us. Our mind likes to sabotage us. So... What do we do with that? We have to tell our brain sometimes, stop. This is what I've asked for. Believe we can do it. Believe we can do it. Yeah. Stop telling me things are going to go wrong. We can do this. We'll find a way. So believe in who you are because there's magic around you. Oh, I can yeah. witness it. 
I can witness it. Come and see me next Wednesday. I don't have any guests. So it will be a show about, I don't know yet. I haven't gotten that language yet. So Yeah, and I'll be here the uh, third uh, Wednesday of every month. So The third Wednesday of every checking month? Checking in, seeing how you all are doing. Good. And then Susie is going to be on the first. And then I have another. I was on um, Boo Boo's uh, podcast. He is a, oh my gosh, um, that that podcast was amazing. He's a, he's a very much insightful man who has awakened to his really spiritual journey through um, going through AA. So, oh, yeah. And that's what our story is going to be about is how that kind of came about. So the 2nd of October will be about that. So my show is actually going. Yeah, that's good. You're going to have some great guests. I'm excited. I'm excited. Real people. I'm excited to have real people. So just like you, Regan. Just like you, Regan. Okay. My love is with everyone. If you need any, if you want any help or support, please reach out. Do not try to walk this world alone. There is help out there. Find yeah. the people with integrity. Blessings to all. Bye now. See you on Wednesday and my short <laughs> little videos. Bye now. Yeah. Bye.